follow Jesus, knowing we are loved so greatly, we gladly follow the path he's laid out before us. To love because he loves. To serve because he served. To die to ourselves and be made into something brand new. To welcome the stranger and make room for those still searching for a place to belong. To gather together as a newfound family, bearing his name. We follow Jesus because he has given us his heart and expands our hearts to be more like his with every step we take in his direction. We leave our former lives behind in favor of the promise of what's ahead. His love. His example is the reason why we do what we do. Why is important? Why is important? Because why deepens your meaning in relationship to whatever you're figuring out why about? Why is important? Because why increases motivation about whatever it is you're trying to figure out why about. Why is important because it clarifies focus. And whatever it is, you're trying to figure out why. It's a really big deal, especially in the most important things in life. You need to know why when it comes to your relationships. You need to know the why behind marriage and the why behind family and the why behind parenting and the why behind friendships. You need to understand the underlying why. When it comes to your career, the why, the why that's so much bigger than making money and bringing them a paycheck, you need to know the why that makes finances work, right? The why am I buying this, and why do I need this, really, and why are my patterns the way they are, and why is this so important to me, and all those kinds of things. When it comes to the decisions and the choices you make, why? And especially, you need to understand the why in matters of faith. When it comes to God, Things like church and Christianity. You need to interact with why. Why is vital. And here's why. Because we are creatures of habit. As human beings. And we just kind of fall into patterns of doing what we do the way we do it without even thinking. Why am I doing it this way? We just, as human beings, we just begin to forget the why. And we just do stuff. You need to know why. We are creatures of habit, and why helps us break out of habits that we don't really need to be in. And at the same time, why is important because we, uh, we often take the path of least resistance when it comes to life, when it comes to relationships, marriage, and, and career, and, and money. We're like, what's the easiest way to do this? What, what can I, you know, and we won't say it like this, but, you know, human nature, what's it? simplest, easiest way I can do this and, you know, get by and check all the boxes and, and not blow something up or, or hurt somebody or get in trouble or break the law and go to jail kind of thing, right? Like, what's the least? Right? Because we have a tendency to do that kind of stuff. Why is vital? And that's why, especially when it comes to matters of faith and following God, we're doing this series. And today, we are going to begin by looking at the why behind the most common invitation that Jesus presented to, to everyone, to anyone, 
in the first century when he was on planet Earth, and it's still the most common invitation that Jesus would offer us today, and it's simply to follow me. Jesus' most common invitation, follow me, follow me, follow me, follow me. Why follow Jesus? Why do we do that? And maybe some of you are like, well, I don't. (laughs) I don't. I'm here because I lost a bet. Okay, we're glad you're here, right? And we're super glad you're here, and, and I'm glad you're being honest and, and I don't want to assume you're following Jesus, but here's the day. Here's the deal. You could not have picked a better day to, to be here than, than today because even if you don't follow Jesus, this is kind of give you the behind the scenes kind of look into what it's all about. But for the rest of you, for the rest of the gang, those of you who call yourself a Christian, because that's what you're saying. When you say, I'm a Christian, you are saying, I am a follower of Christ. I am following Jesus. For those of you that say, yeah, yeah, I'm a follower of Jesus and all that kind of stuff, then this is crucial that you understand the why behind this. Jesus said, follow me. Why do you do that? Maybe you've never thought about it. Maybe you've never thought about why do I follow Jesus? Why why do I actually do this? And maybe you got a hunch of why and you just don't want to, you know, you don't want to say it. As a pastor, here's how I would answer the question. Why do most people follow Jesus? And as I've interacted with people for all these years doing, you know, the job the way, you know, my job, the way I do it and all the kind of thing, talking with people, I would say that most people would really, and you get down to it, they won't come out and say this. Most people won't. Some people will. But they would say, here's why I follow Jesus. Because I don't want to go to hell. Right? I mean, I want to go to heaven. I want to die. I want to die. I want to go to heaven. And listen, that's a, that's a much better place to be. They won't get me wrong. That's good. Two thumbs up and all that kind of stuff. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. That is just a little bit of what the why should be. Literally, that's what people will say. Well, I, I, you know, I don't want to go to hell. I just want to make sure that I pray that prayer. What's that prayer again? You, you write it up for me. I just want to make sure I say that. And so I can like make sure that box is checked. So in case I die, in case I die, you know, everything's good. I'm good to go. Well, at least, and people will say this. Well, at least I'm going to heaven, preacher. That's the only thing that matters, right? At least, and their life's a shambles. Their life's a mess, a wreck. And they're like, they're not caring about the things they should care about. And they're like, well, you know, I prayed that prayer. And so I'm going to heaven when I die kind of thing. And then they go and live life the way they want. And I'm like, ah. I think God looks at us and going, you, you call yourself a follower. You keep using that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. Yeah. What does it mean? It's interesting to really ask the why behind this because we're not careful, we'll end up missing the whole point of what it means to follow Jesus, at least according to Jesus. And we'll get into that in a second. But I want to clarify one, because remember, the why clarifies focus. I want to clarify one more thing, especially when it comes to the word follow. You may not have realized it, but in your lifetime, in my lifetime, right before our very eyes, the word follow has changed in meaning in our culture. I mean, on our watch, we have participated in it. I mean, it's just the meaning has been completely hijacked and it affects everything, even, even how people understand following Jesus. Let me, let me tell you what I mean. The word follow typically means, and it all, has always meant something like to follow is to do something to do something in response to something or someone else, to actually do something and change your behavior and you're following because, whatever it is you're following, you're following because of what they said or because of what they did or because of what happened 
So a follow is a response. It's something you do. That's why in kids, we play follow the leader, right? You know what that's like, play follow the leader. That means whoever the leader is, you do whatever they do. You go wherever they go. You jump over whatever they jump over. You step in whatever they step in. That gets fun. And, and especially, you know, you're out in the farm, kind of, you know, cow pastures, we'd play in those. Anyway, in graveyards, interesting. That was an interesting follow the leader. I'm sorry, I have problems. Um, there's a kid, you're just playing, you know. <laughs> you got to go wherever I go. I'm, follow, I'm the leader and follow the leader, right? No more. Thanks to social media, the word follow completely changed. There's nothing wrong with social media, but we need to be honest about what it's done to the word follow. Now, follow doesn't really mean you're doing anything. You're just watching other people do stuff. And it's a little creepy, right? I'm going to watch you from a distance. 25 years ago, if you were to come back from vacation and your neighbors and your friends and people you don't even know started coming up to you and say, man, that restaurant, that, that chicken looks so amazing and that's great. And oh, that sunrise and I can't believe y'all. Oh, I would love to go where, right? And they started having intimate knowledge details about where you went and what you did. You were like, okay, wait a second. I'm sorry, um, officer, <laughs> just stay right where you are. Right, kind of thing. We participate in it. Yeah, follow now means you have scrolled and you click on a name or a profile and you just watch. You say, well, what's the big deal? Well, it's not a big deal when it comes to social media, but it's a really big deal when it comes to following Jesus because we treat following Jesus very much the same way. We're going to watch Jesus from a distance. We're going to learn information about Jesus. Some really neat stuff, right? Right, what Jesus did and who Jesus is and dying on the cross to pay for my sins. I'm going to pray that prayer and check that box and just in case I die. But that's pretty much it. And maybe I'll go to church every now and then, you know, just go check that box kind of thing. I mean, there's lots of boxes. I've learned there's lots of boxes that you just can check. Yeah, and, and, oh, yeah, 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 I don't want to choke, so I'm going to lob up some prayers to the guy upstairs, you know, for lunch and, and dinner because, you know, after all, I mean, that's just what you do. And, oh, yeah, yeah, bedtime prayers too in case I die before I wake and that kind of stuff. Yeah, but it really doesn't change their day-to-day life because they don't understand or they've lost the meaning of the word follow. I wonder what following Jesus really meant to those who first followed Jesus. You ever thought about that? What does it mean? What did it mean to the people that Jesus looked at and said, follow me, follow me, follow me. Hey, 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 follow me. And they dropped what they were doing and they started following him. I'll tell you what it meant. What it meant initially was they actually followed him. <gasps> Profound. Yeah, they actually followed him. They stopped what they were doing and they went where he went and they did what he did and, and, and they were where he was. They followed him. And then they began to discover what following Jesus really is all about. As they went with Jesus, they began to learn that following Jesus was about trusting Jesus. It was about believing in Jesus and putting their faith in Jesus wasn't just about being in the same proximity of where he was. It was actually putting, learning what faith was and learning about trust and, and belief. And they also learned that following Jesus, as they spent time with Jesus, was about living Jesus' way. Actually obeying Jesus and doing what Jesus said do. This is what the first followers of Jesus understood it meant 
to follow Jesus. And here's the deal. Newsflash, it still means this very thing. Regardless of how the we've changed the word follow, it still means that today. To put your trust in Jesus, to receive his love, and then to live that love out and sharing that love with others and actually living the way Jesus said to live. That's what it means to follow Jesus. I love Eugene Peterson's definition. Uh, Eugene Peterson, the late great author and professor Uh, love his books, and he wrote a book where he kind of defined what it meant to follow Jesus, and this is how he defined it. The following Jesus is a long obedience in the same direction. Uh, It's just poetic, beautiful, deep stuff. I mean, but but it makes sense. It's a long obedience in the same direction. So why do this? Why follow Jesus? And let me just give you some quick hits, okay? Here's why you should follow Jesus if you are following Jesus. And if you're not following Jesus, if you decide to follow Jesus, here's the why behind why it makes sense for you to follow Jesus. Okay, I'm not talking about praying a prayer. I'm not talking about making sure you're going to heaven or die. I'm just bigger than that. It includes that, but it's so much bigger. So much bigger. Here's why we follow Jesus. Well, for starters, he's the risen Savior. In other words, he came back from the dead. Period. And, and I've said this before, and I love saying this. I never get tired of saying this. Never, ever. It just gives me the biggest kick out of saying this. Anytime a guy predicts his own death, burial, and resurrection like Jesus did, and then pulls it off with precision the way Jesus did, you just do whatever that guy says. There's only been one. And you just say, I'm with him. I'm with him. I'm with that guy. Wherever he goes, I'm going. Whatever he does, I, I'm going to do that. And whatever he says, I'm with him. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with him. He's the risen Savior, but it's, it's beyond. It's not only just, just that alone makes him worth following, but it's even bigger than that. Not only is Jesus the risen Savior, Jesus is Lord of heaven and earth. You know what the word Lord implies and means? That Jesus is in charge. He's in charge because he made you and he made everything. John chapter one, all things were made by him and there was not anything made that was made outside and other than through him. He's in charge. He's ruler. And I know that flies in the face of us because we like to be in control. We don't like anyone calling the shots in our life. But see, the fact that Jesus is Lord means he has every right to call the shots in your life, especially if you say you're following him. You answer to him. You see, because here's the deal. One day, let's fast forward a little bit. One day you're going to die. And you don't know when you're going to die. I promise you, you will die probably. That, that moment will come to you sooner than you could possibly imagine. I, I have a funeral this afternoon for someone that is just so beyond, way younger than anyone could possibly imagine. Your, your casket should not be that small. I mean, like, life is so stinking short. And one day, all of us will die. That's not a threat. That's reality. I'm not trying to scare anybody. This is just the way it is. And when you die, you won't answer to me. And you won't answer to your spouse. Because <laughs> my wife thinks I'm in it. Okay, I, I know, I know. I know. And, and, you, and you won't answer to a government official. You will answer to Jesus. Because he's Lord, you see. He's Lord. Which means if I'm going to answer to him then, I should greatly consider what it means to follow him now. 
The word in the New Testament that is used is the word master. And I understand how that has a negative connotation for us in our context today. I get it. And, and when we hear the word master, we automatically think slave. But I want to challenge you, think the word master and think servant instead. Because like it or not, we are servants. As followers of Jesus, we are servants of the King of kings and Lord of lords. Absolutely. In the kingdom of God, that's who we are. He is our mentor, teacher. We are his apprentice. We are his student. And we follow him. And it affects all areas of life. Let me, this is so important. I'm going to talk about this just a little bit more before we move on. The fact that he's Lord affects every part of our lives, whether you like it or not. If you call yourself a follower of Jesus, you don't get to pick and choose what part of your life you follow Jesus in. It's, a, it's an all-inclusive kind of thing, right? You, don't, you and I don't have the luxury of saying, okay, I want Jesus in my, in my marriage and my, my relationships, right? I, I want Jesus in that, but money is mine. And, 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 and that stuff that Jesus said about money, and was, ah, yeah, yeah, that's, that's outdated. But, but I really want, man, I want my kids. My kids need God. I need God. My marriage needs God. You don't get to pick and choose. You don't get to pick and choose. You say, well, yeah, I want Jesus. I want Jesus on Sunday. But Monday through Friday, I mean, it's a dog-eat-dog world out there. It's business, okay? And it's all fair and love and business, right? Or war, business, war, same thing. Uh, you see what I'm saying? I mean, you got to do what you got to do out there because people will take advantage of you. And so, I mean, you know, I mean, I'll ask forgiveness for it on Sunday. You don't get to do that. That's not the way it works. You don't get to say, business is mine. Relationships of Sunday, that's Jesus. No, 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 it's all-inclusive. We do not get to pick and choose. If you're, now, it, okay, wait, time out. If you're going to follow Jesus, now some of you may be having second thoughts right now. I get it. We'll talk about that in a minute. But it's an all-inclusive kind of thing, the fact that he's Lord. Two more. We follow Jesus because of the benefits. There's lots of benefits. We get a whole series just on the benefits of following Jesus. You say, well, isn't that a little selfish? No, 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 it's not selfish at all to, to enjoy the benefits of what Jesus tells us. You follow me. It's called new life, eternal life. It's just a better way to live. Following Jesus is just a better way to live. Following Jesus doesn't fix your life, but it does focus your life so that you can make it through life when all the things that are challenging about life. A lot of people think, you know, I get me some Jesus and I won't have any problems in my marriage anymore. If I get my, my kids get some Jesus, I won't have any problems out of them. Or, or if I get some Jesus, you know, or, or get Jesus in my life, then I'll have all the money I need and won't have any financial. No, 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 no. And I won't ever get sick again. No, 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 no. That's not true. Yeah. Following Jesus doesn't fix your life. It's still life. Life is hard for everybody. Followers of Jesus and people who don't follow Jesus. But it will focus your life on how you journey through all those difficult things. It makes all the difference in the world. There's so many benefits to following Jesus. And, and, and one more. This one, this one is hopefully where I, I hope you get. I hope you get to the point where you follow Jesus out of love, out of gratitude of all he's done for you. That's more mature. That's a more mature place to be. right? There's nothing wrong with the benefits. There's nothing wrong with saying, well, he's in charge, and I need to, and I got to, and he's commanded me to, absolutely. And he came back from the dead, so it just makes sense, which is true, too. But hopefully you get to the point where it's like, because of all he's done for me. It's just not too much to ask for me to give my life to him out of love. And again, I'm shooting straight with you. And I need to let you know that following Jesus will cost you. But not following Jesus will cost you more. He said, well, what, if it's gonna cost me, why would I wanna follow him? Because not following him will cost you more. Now, let me clarify 
Jesus gave his life on a cross for the sins of the world for you to provide forgiveness and new and eternal life for you. And that, my friends, is a free gift for the taking. You receive it or not. It's free. But following him in response to that will take sacrifice, service, and surrender. And you got to weigh the costs. Jesus said it like this. If anybody wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way and take up your cross daily and follow me. Shoulder your own sacrifice. Shoulder your own surrender. That's a visual. The cross. Carry it and follow me. And he clarifies further. He goes on to say, because if you try to hang on to your life, you're going to lose it. You try to do it the way you want to do it, you say, yeah, well, this is mine, and if I can fit Jesus, you know, I got my life. My life works pretty good the way it is. I like this. My family's good. Job's good. Vacations, I'm happy with. I mean, I want to take better ones, but I'm happy with that. I'm, I'm happy with what I drive and where I live. My life is working for me. I got, got enough. You know, I just need Jesus. I need Jesus as the cherry on top. I think, I think he would be appropriate as the cherry on top, just the icing on the cake right there, and give me some Jesus because I checked that box and prayed that prayer. I am good to go. What a life. No, Jesus is not the cherry on top. He's the whole dang thing. And the sooner you and I clue in, we don't bargain and we don't fit Jesus in. Jesus didn't come to fit in. He came to take over. You say, well, I don't know about that. Well, he's Lord. He's risen Savior. What else else are you going to do about it? He said, if you try to hang on your life, you're going to lose it. But if you will give up your life, here we go. In response to what he has done for me, if you just lay it on the line, that you will save it. See, the difference between being a consumer and a disciple of Jesus, a consumer just wants what they can get from Jesus as it benefits them. This works for me. It works for me. But as soon as following Jesus doesn't work for them or it asks surrender and sacrifice of them that's a little uncomfortable, they're like, oh, wait a second, wait a second. I don't know, I don't know about that. Oh, you're a consumer of Jesus. You're not really following Jesus. But if you're gonna be a disciple of Jesus, a follower of Jesus, then you understand that this whole thing is about becoming who God wants you to become through following Jesus. See, God's much more interested in who you become than it is you just finding and learning some information about who Jesus is. Information's great, but but God's much more concerned with transformation than he is information as it applies to following Jesus. Uh, We've said this before, I'll say it again. Right now, I... And I I hope no one misunderstands, but here at the summit, we welcome everyone here. We welcome everyone. Everyone is welcome. But just because everyone is welcome doesn't mean just anything goes. We follow Jesus. We follow Jesus. And everybody is welcome to follow Jesus with us. In other words, you can belong before you become. Everyone can belong here before they become a follower of Jesus and learn what it means to really follow Jesus. You can belong before you become. But if you decide... And one day you're going to have to make a decision. If you decide that you really don't want to become a follower of Jesus and truly follow Jesus, then I've got to be honest with you. Eventually, you're going to have a hard time belonging because here at the summit and in this spiritual family, we're going to follow Jesus. That's what we do. And we're going to figure out how to better follow Jesus more and more and more and more. So you're welcome. Everybody's welcome. But eventually, you're going to have to make a decision. Am I going to trust and follow Jesus or not. And maybe at this point you're going, I don't know, dude. <laughs> oh no, man. 
Maybe not. It makes me think of that day when actually people got up and walked out on Jesus. Look, look at this. Jesus was teaching some hard stuff in John chapter 6, some really hard stuff. And it said from this time, after he was done, from this time many of his disciples turned back and no longer followed him. Can you imagine? People started getting up and walking out on Jesus. <laughs> wow. I have this recurring nightmare, and I have it about once a month, sometimes more than, and, and if you're a psychiatrist here, um, if you've got a couch, we might need to talk, but I have this recurring nightmare where I'm speaking, I'm teaching like this on a Sunday, and people just get up and start walking out. And I don't know why. What's going on? I don't mean like I got to go to the bathroom, go out kind of thing, or, you know, my baby is, I brought my baby in here instead of taking them to the children's ministry where they're supposed to be, and now they're interrupting and, and causing everybody else to go like, what, what, what? Yeah, I'm not that kind of thing. I'm talking about, I'm talking about people just getting up and walking out, and I'm like, and I, you know, what did I say? What did I do? Kind of thing. So that, that's me. And it's no big deal. You can get them walking out on me because I'm not Jesus. Can you imagine getting them walking out? Watch what Jesus did. He looked, he looked to his 12 disciples and he says, do you not want to leave me too? You're going to leave me too? Like y'all next? I love how Peter responded. Lord, huh, Lord, to whom shall we go? You're the ones that has the words of eternal life. Peter's like, well, I, I got to admit, what you're saying is kind of hard, but what's our option? Now, who else are we going to follow? Where else are we going to go? You, you alone have the words of life. I love that because Peter was being, what I'm hearing in Peter's words are, yeah, I thought about it. But what, that just don't make sense. Hey, let me let, let you know this. As a follower of Jesus, because I'm a follower of Jesus before I'm a pastor, there have been times in my life as a follower of Jesus when I learned the cost of following Jesus and I have thought, I'm not sure if I can do that. I'm not sure if I want to do that. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. And there have been times when I was like, ah. but then I realized, wait a second, well, who else am I going to follow? Am I going to follow myself? Am I going to make it up? Am I going to be my own God? <laughs> I'm not all that. Who else am I going to follow? Who else died for my sins? Who else rose from the grave? Who else is Lord of heaven and earth? I really don't have any other option. It just makes sense. Where else am I going to go? So I ask you, where else are you going to go? What else are you going to do? Who else are you going to follow? Who else are you going to give? What else are you going to give your one and only life for? That career, that paycheck, oh, I can promise you, you'll get to the end of your life, and if that's all you've got to show for your life, you're going to be greatly disappointed. Yeah, what else are you going to give your one and only life to? Pleasing everybody else? Oh, no, no, see, they're going to die too. And you're going to want something that's eternally significant. It just makes sense. Follow Jesus. Let me shift gears here and tie something in to help you understand the beauty and the power of it. Jesus gave us a symbol that when we decide to follow Jesus, we do this, we participate in this, and it's kind of like letting everybody know, I follow Jesus. And it's a powerful symbol, and it's the symbol of baptism. And it's one of the most beautiful and weird things that we get to be a part of. It's beautiful because Jesus was baptized, and Jesus tells us, to be baptized in following him. Yeah, now, now here's the deal. Baptism does not make you saved. It doesn't make you a Christian, you know. There's nothing in the water. It doesn't wash away your sins, okay? I, I promise you that. But, but we do it because it is so meaningful. First of all, again, Jesus, he was baptized as an example of what he wants us to do and how he wants us to do it. And 
Then he commands us. Look at what Jesus said. Jesus said, I want you to go and make disciples of all nations. Go teach people what it means to follow me. Baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey. Teaching them to obey. There it is. Because I'm Lord. I'm in charge. And when you come back from the dead, you prove that you're in charge. He said, teach them to obey everything I've commanded you. And baptism is the way to do that. Now, here's the deal. It's weird. We would be crazy. We would be weird if we didn't admit it's weird. Right? And we take people and we, we dunk them in water kind of thing. And you're like, if you've never seen that before or been around that before, and you say, you guys are freaks. But if you understand the beauty of the symbol, go with me on this. Baptism dates all the way back to, to moments, like it has ties all the way back to the Exodus in the Old Testament. When God delivered his people through the Red Sea, through the waters, water's always been a powerful symbol that God used. Jesus talked to Nicodemus in John chapter 3 of being born again and explained it of being born of water, which is through the birth, the physical, biological birth process of, okay, there's water involved, the amniotic fluids of a mother, being born of water, but being born again of the Spirit, and there's water involved. It's baptism? Are you, are you kidding me? Now, baptism doesn't make you a Christian. It's just letting everybody know, I am a follower of Jesus. It's like a wedding ring. Wedding ring doesn't make you married. Right? You could be married and not have on your wedding ring, at least for a little while. Until she says, you better put that thing on. Right? Why do you wear a wedding ring? I wear a wedding ring to let everybody know, I am off the market. Not that anybody cares. I am taken. I am spoken for. Stay away. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's to let everybody know. It doesn't make me more or less married. It just lets everybody know I'm married. Baptism doesn't make you more or less follower of Jesus. However, Jesus said, I, I, want, you, I want you to do this. And there are some people who are like, oh, no, that's, that's just between me and God. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that's my own business. No, no, I hear you. I hear you. Following Jesus is personal. It is personal, but it's not private. And it was never meant to be private. Let me show you. Baptism, this is what it does. Baptism says, I identify with Jesus. In a world obsessed, obsessed with identity, you need to know that baptism is a bad identity. It's your way of saying, I identify with Jesus. In other words, I'm with him. He's Lord, he's risen Savior, I'm with him. I will go where he goes. What he says, I'm gonna do that. I'll figure it out. I'm gonna learn how to follow him in every area of my life. Hey, listen, I, I don't know how to say it. I got a lot to learn. I, I, I don't understand a lot. I got a lot of questions, but I'm with him. I'm with that guy. I'm with him. Baptism also, in another part of this, makes it even more beautiful, says, I identify with a community of faith, a spiritual family brothers and sisters. Baptism is a way to say, not just I'm with him, but I'm with y'all. Well, at least Southerners, that's how Southern Christians, Southerners, you know, I, don't, I don't know followers of Jesus in the North. I don't know how they say that, but Jesus, you're probably with a Southerner in Southern Judea. Saying, I'm with y'all. I'm with him and I'm with y'all. That's what baptism is. It's the public declaration of this is what followers of Jesus do. It's the peculiar, weird, symbol, ceremonial kind of thing that we do in following Jesus that says, I want the world to know I'm with him. And I, and I want everybody to know, 
hey, I'm with y'all. Well, most of y'all, not him, but the rest of y'all, right? Spiritual family, a community of faith. So here's what I want you to do. My appeal to you is very simple. I want you to make a decision to follow Jesus. If you have not decided to follow Jesus, I want you to follow Jesus. I mean, who else are you going to follow? Where are you going to go? What else are you going to give your one and only life to? That makes sense. And, and if you say you follow Jesus, do you really know why? Do you understand the why behind this? And it's much bigger than going to heaven when you die. I'm telling you, that, that, that's, that, that's just a small part of what it means to truly follow Jesus. Follow Jesus. In fact, if you've not made that decision to follow Jesus, you can make it right now. Like in a minute, I'm going to pray for you. And while I'm praying, it's a perfect opportunity right where you're sitting. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to do anything else. You're just right where you are. You just say, what do I say? What do I say? What prayer? No, 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 no. In your own words. There's no magic words. No magic words. There's nothing in the Bible that says, say this. It just You just express to him, I believe who you are and I want to follow you. You've given your life for me. I want to live my life for you. I am trusting in you and I want to follow you. And, and then, not just follow Jesus, I want to challenge you and invite you to go public with that, because it ain't private. Personal, but not private. And be baptized. And say, I'm with him, and I'm with y'all. We're gonna follow Jesus together. Nobody was meant, we'll say more about this next week, nobody was meant to follow Jesus in isolation, nobody. We do this together. We celebrate it together, because following Jesus is worth celebrating. So be baptized. You say, well, man, I'd love to. I'd love to. Okay, let's do it. Like, right now, while you're here. Like, I'm serious. Like, like right now. Like, in the next few minutes kind of thing. Because we got water right over there. And if you're in Oak Ridge, we got water right over there. And we got towels. And we got t-shirts. And I think we got some shorts. We got, we, didn't, we don't have a change of shoes. You take shoes off go home barefooted. We've done that before too. But anyway, I'm serious. We're ready for you. We got some people that want to be baptized and maybe you're like, well, why not? Or you're like, well, I don't have anything to, I need to be spontaneous. Just say, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready to follow Jesus. Well, there's no time like the present. In a minute, I'm going to pray for us. And while I pray, if you want to be baptized today, even though you didn't plan on it, even though on some of your planners, you're like, I can't, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. But if you're ready, you're ready, we'll figure it out. Then go to the back. We got staff ready to give you what you need and get you ready, and we'll get you lined up, and we're gonna sing a couple of songs together, and during that, we're gonna, we're gonna baptize. As many of you that wanna be baptized publicly, just say, I'm ready, I am ready. I follow Jesus, and I wanna let the world know it, and we'll baptize you right now. And if you just can't bring yourself to get that beautiful top you wore, dirty or wet or, or whatever and you want to wait you need to think about it and you say I need some more of my people here and all that kind of stuff we get it we get it then scan that QR code on the seat back pocket in front of you and let us get you signed up follow Jesus be baptized why what else what else are you going to give your one and only life to I'm just asking I don't think you got anything I don't got anything there is nothing else like Peter said nothing else makes sense you alone have the words of eternal life so let's celebrate it Together, This is the why we do what we do when we follow Jesus. Father, we thank you. Thank you for making it so simple, so simple, 
the invitation to follow you. And it's not easy. It's not easy. But it's so simple. We just, we just live the way you want us to live. And we do what it is you want us to do. And Father, for those that have never verbalized their trust in you right now, may they right where they are seated, right now in this moment, let you know that they are trusting you and following you. And everybody that's never gone public through baptism, who calls themselves a follower of Jesus and have never let the world know it, that they're with you and they're with us, and I'm with him and I'm with y'all, and they're ready to do this. Help them to get up right now, go to the back, and we'll get them ready, and we're going to celebrate following you together. This is why we do what we do when we follow you. In Jesus' name, amen.